0: part of the program, JR the P, Jonathan Ramchand, the podcast. We speak on current events, um, entertainment, the times of the time, the whole kit and caboodle, folks. You can't go wrong. And unfortunately, here we are in 2021. And what's on the docket? Coronavirus, (laughs) COVID-19. Have you heard of it? You can't run far enough. You can't run fast enough. And yo, weekly, monthly, yearly, till these dumb motherfuckers see clearly. How many times can I say it, folks? COVID-19 is a political weapon used to disrupt global economies and gain control for whatever nefarious reason. It's a bunch of mumbo-jumbo, hoopla, hogwash, hoop it up your boomba-clock, you know? Hey, there's something awfully squeezy going on around here. Oh. But... Oh, that wascoey Wuhan wabbit. There's something awfully screwy going on around here. You know, something awfully screwy. COVID-19, you know, it's like people have been like relegated into wearing masks indefinitely. Not working indefinitely. Staying at home indefinitely. In fear of a virus that we have no um, truth or reconciliation behind. Till this day, who, what, where, when, and why, and what the fuck is COVID-19. Same statistics, you know? It affects the aged, the poor at health, and overly obese, sadly. And a lot of that is state of mind. If you are a sickly person, if you're overly obese, health is very much a state of mind you got to stand up. You have to have a backbone. Get some of that get-up-and-go-and-gumption. can't lay on the bed and wallow in your own sorrow. Health is very much a state of mind to a certain extent. You're only as healthy as you feel. Get up, walk around, eat right. Maintain your health. It is your health. Maintain it. And as far as the elderly are concerned... God bless them. Hopefully we all get the opportunity to live a long, livid life. A little bit of alliteration, a long, livid life. A little bit of a limerick. But hopefully we get to live that long life. And, you know, as an older person, there is a pride that can be taken And a strength that you've you've stood the test of time. And this coronavirus hoopla hogwash sensationalism ain't going to wipe your old ass out. You know, get up there and do the jitterbug. You know, get up there and do the James Brown. Show these motherfuckers what time it is, you know. Get up there and fucking footloose on these motherfuckers, right? Like, come on. Just because you're old don't mean you can't do nothing, you know. And, um, you know, I just thought of a horrible joke. But, I mean, I had this old joke. You know, uh, I'm a comedian, stand-up comic of sorts. And, um, you know, it was like something to the extent of, um, you know, one should never be afraid to die. Because old people do it all the time. And they can't do nothing. When was the last time you seen an old person do anything? They can't even get off the fucking bus without, like... (laughs) (coughs) you know like taking a fucking you know a dog's age you know taking a fucking you know eternity to just get their old ass off of a bus you know old people dying at every moment and they can't do anything so why should you be afraid to die sounds pretty easy if old people can do it it's no big deal but god bless the old folks right They've come this far and, you know, I don't see myself being an elderly person and wanting to shrink from the challenges of my time. When my old ass gets up in there, you know, I'm going to look, I'm going to look to have that resiliency that got me there to begin with. Much respect to our elders. So this COVID-19 horseshit hogwash, bunch of mumbo jumbo. Fear mongering hogwash, as far as I'm concerned, folks. They conflate the numbers. People go into, like, um, you know, these hospitals, and, you know, granted, I've never been to a hospital in a minute, you know, but there are reports of um, conflation, fudging of numbers, you know, somebody goes in dying of a heart attack, and then they give them a quick. COVID-19 anal swab, you know, right up the old poop chute, stick a thermometer up their ass and a cotton swab. Oh my God. They also test positive for COVID-19. It wasn't the heart attack that killed them. It was the COVID-19 anal swab. Uh, conflating numbers, fudging numbers, phony baloney. So, yo, like, Yo, weekly, monthly, yearly, till these dumb motherfuckers see clearly COVID-19 is a political weapon used to disrupt global economies and gain control for whatever nefarious reason. Was it created in a Wuhan laboratory? Did it come from one of those little Pantalonian, Pantagonians, Pantagonia? One of them little Pantalonian, you know, those little aardvark, anteater, aardvark-looking little dildos, you know, those little doorknobs, those little Pantalonian pests? You know, cute as a button. Apparently... COVID-19 came from them? Or was it the bats? Or was it the wet market in Wuhan? You know? What the bumbleclut fuck is it? Right? So, tale as old as time. Here's the latest in Ontario, Canada, where I hail out of. Right? We've been in a lockdown since... Today is May 15th. We've been in a lockdown since, um, I don't know, was it April 15th? Like mid-April, we were in a lockdown. And currently, the lockdown has been extended. Originally, it was like a one-month lockdown, mid-April to mid-May. Now they're trying to extend it for another two weeks or so. You know, another month or so. Check this out. Well, I guess two weeks. Check this out. This is a news article from globalnews.ca. COVID-19. Doug Ford extends Ontario's stay-at-home order until June 2nd. Premier Doug Ford has officially extended Ontario's stay-at-home order another two weeks to June 2nd as the province tries to control the spread of COVID-19. Ford made the announcement on Thursday. The order was set to expire on May 20th ahead of Victoria Day long weekend. That is why I expect that by June 2nd, as long as we stay the course, We will be able to reopen outdoor recreation by then, and we will provide more details of our plan to carefully and safely reopen the province, Ford said. You like that, folks? Let me interject here for a moment. Do you like that, folks? We will provide more details of our plan to carefully and safely reopen the province. Our plan. Who in the fuck is our Ford. Listen up, dummy. I know you might think you're something because you walk around in a fucking business suit and you're on television and you run your yap in front of a camera. But guess what, dummy? You work for us. What is this our horseshit? You, you enact our wishes. Not the other way around, dildo. Dummy, dumpster, doorknob. Oh, I... Uh, Stay tuned to my fucking news feed and my Twitter feed to hear more of our plan, their plan, that they're going to unroll, unravel. Newsflash, folks. The government works for us. We are the government. They don't just get to make up whatever the fuck they want and pose whatever they want There's something awfully squeezy going on around here. It's like, yo, what's up with our rights? I mean, here I am screaming into a camera on YouTube. I mean, I don't know if this is going to do anything. But I mean, come on. Common sense would say, are we not being just ordered around? Shoved around? Aren't our civil liberties and freedoms that we love and care and cherish? Allegedly. Love and care and cherish. Aren't these freedoms just being like, Squashed, smothered, under a COVID-19 mask that, you know, dating back to the beginning of the pandemic, these fucking dummy little fucking getups that we got shoved on our face, apparently they don't even do anything. But no, I guess I'm the idiot, you know, because I'm not following the science. Fucking dummy junk science that they make up. Anyways, folks, let me continue here. The stand order has first been implemented on April 8th, the last six weeks, in an effort to curb surging cases and hospitalization rates in the province. Surging cases that they conflate in order to get funding and, you know, maintain control over society. I added that last part. The government had already taken steps towards maintaining restrictions last week. It extended the state of emergency to June 2nd, paving the way for the Premier to prolong the stay-at-home order under that declaration. On Thursday, Ontario reopened, reported, rather. You know, jumping the gun on that one, you know. Who knows when anything's going to reopen at this point. On Thursday, Ontario reported... 2,759 new cases, as the provincial total pushed past 500,000 cases. Mumbo jumbo, bunch of pussies, whining, COVID-19 sissies, ain't shit going on. However, active cases, the seven-day average and patients in the ICUs, have steadily declined over the last couple weeks, after a devastating third wave that saw record numbers in April. You know, the way they talk about this, people's family members and friends and co-workers should just be dropping dead. I knew one person who contracted COVID-19. He quarantined for a week. He was fine. Doesn't the CDC or the World Health Organization, who, isn't the statistic that 80% and probably upward, probably upward of 80%. But the vast majority, 80% of people who contract COVID-19 recover with any special fucking treatment. You know, you quarantine, drink some chicken noodle soup. If you're a pescantarian, some mushroom soup, you know, whatever. If you're a vegan, just sip water and grass. You don't really sip grass. You know, you can sip the dew off of a grass, right? Do you do the do? But you know what I'm saying? Like, sip a little bit of soup, lay around in bed for a couple days, next thing you know, you're tip-top shape. It's no big fucking deal. I didn't even know how pissed off I was about this until I started babbling on here. But let me continue. Earlier this week, on, on on Monday, Ontario Medical Officer of Health, Dr. David Williams, said at a press conference he'd like to see cases be under at least 1,000 a day to see an easing of restrictions. And skippity-bop and bippity-boppity-boo. Fuck these dummies, you know? It just goes on with more bureaucracy and horseshit. So yeah, um, the, the stay-at-home orders, the restrictions have been prolonged till June 2nd. So that has been like, you know, I guess close to two months, close to two months, like a since April 8th till June 2nd. And who knows I might even extend further past that as things are going, right? Here's some more., um, just really crazy, outlandish, fear-based BS around COVID-19. Now I got a theory. You know how like serial killers, (laughs) much like COVID-19 is being trumped up to be, but you know how serial killers or mass shooters, they get a bit of a high, a bit of a rush off of seeing their name in the newspaper. It's all egotistical. It's all cynical. It's all self-serving. They get a bit of a rush seeing their name in the paper. I think we need to start doing that in terms of um, these medical officials. Doctor in the United States. Special doctor medical of whatever. we got to stop mentioning their name so they can come down off of that fucking ego trip. Come back to reality. Hey, guess what? You're just some dildo with a stethoscope. You don't know a damn thing, buddy. Shut up. Just stick that microphone right up your fucking poop shoop. we got to take their name out of the public uh, dialogue. That'll help them come down off of this little ego trip. Oh, wait a minute. My stupid little input is meaningless. Okay, yeah, COVID-19 is no big deal. Go about your business, everyone long as we keep throwing their stupid name in the newspaper oh yeah COVID-19 we'll never get over it masks indefinitely mask season mask um, parties mask um, awareness week mask fundraisers masks 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 all the live long day as long as my name's in the newspaper it's a power trip it's cynical it's self-serving that's what these dummies are up to don't take a genius Right? So that's what I'm going to start doing. I'm going to to start like not mentioning... Well, I mean, I pay little to no attention to these idiots anyway. But when I speak on them, I'm going to like refrain from using their name. Because it just gives them life. It gives them an ego trip to see their name and their importance in the newspaper. We're listening to the chief medical officer. The chief medical officer has spoken. Fuck them dildos. You know? Give it another 10 months from now. They're probably going to come up on some sexual assault scandal. He touched me with my mask off. (coughs) He touched me where the mask don't shine. (coughs) Damn perverts. Anyway. um, A chief medical official... Warns that full vaccination does not equal full protection for (laughs) COVID-19. That's the newest. A full vaccination doesn't even prove effective for COVID-19. So what in the fuck is all this about anyways? Canada's chief public health official, officer, reminded Canadians on Saturday that even those who are fully vaccinated remain susceptible. To COVID 19. Speaking at a virtual town hall for Yukoners, Doctor <laughs> Doctor Dildo, said the risk of asymptomatic infection and transmission is far lower for anyone who receives two shots of the Pfizer BioNTech Moderna 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 or Oxford AstraZeneca vaccines but it's not an absolute there's reduction in your risk of transmission but it doesn't necessarily eliminate your risk of transmission <laughs> Said, adding that the danger dials down, especially after the second dose. And blah blah blah, blah and bippity boppity boo goes on with more BS and bumba clut. Boo boo bureaucracy. Quick sip of coffee, tea, quick to sip of tea, tea boss, don't mind me, boss. My damn lips are so damn parched from screaming this, you know, your weekly, monthly, yearly. Had to take a quick tea break there. But I mean, that's the latest. COVID-19 vaccinations apparently don't make you... You're still susceptible to COVID-19, allegedly, even if you get a vaccine. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. So that was an article from ctvnews.ca. Here's another snippet of a news article from cp24.com. Death due to COVID-19 parties could lead to manslaughter charges, experts say. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's very level-headed and rational. Yeah. People who break health rules by holding parties that lead to death you know, from COVID-19 should heed the warning from a British Columbia judge about facing a manslaughter charge, legal experts say. Professor least... Oh yeah, there's another one. Like I said, I gotta keep these dummies' names out of the public dialogue. Just gives them more power. (coughs) Professor (coughs) of York University's Osgood Hall Law School said manslaughter charges stem from an unlawful act that causes death and a foreseeable activity that could cause bodily harm. And if, in fact, it does cause someone's death, as the judge said, then that could amount to manslaughter. (laughs) Said in an interview Thursday, the judge is right about that. Provincial court judge (laughs) chastised some person this week as she sentenced him to one day in jail, a $5,000 fine and 18 months probation. He had previously pleaded guilty to disobeying a court order, failing to comply with the health official's order, and unlawfully purchasing grain alcohol. The court heard him plead. The court heard he held a party for 78 people in a penthouse condominium that was about 165 square meters in size that a police described as a makeshift nightclub. A blah 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 called the center, called the event a crime, not a party. adding that it was something attended by people foolish enough to put their own and their grandmother's health at risk. Like, think how deep-rooted that is. They're trying to shame people out of living a normal existence in fear that it might allegedly infect a person, transmit COVID-19, even though vaccinations are allegedly unreliable. And the whole way in which people contract and recover from COVID-19 is still undefinable. It's all this gray mamby-pamby, you know, area. And we're just supposed to live indefinitely, trapped by these pseudo-rules and regulations and guideposts. It's like living in the fucking Twilight Zone. You are now about to enter another dimension. A dimension of time and space, where the pit of man's prowess reaches the pinnacle of his stomach. You are now entering the Twilight Zone. Next stop, Twilight Zone. If someone who had been at your party was infected and died, as far as I'm concerned, you're guilty of manslaughter. She said, if someone who had been at your party and was infected and passed it on to your grandmother, as far as I'm concerned, you're guilty of manslaughter. Yeah, that's the same thing. Killing somebody with your bare hands in self-defense is the same thing as, you know, (laughs) spreading an alleged virus. I mean, I don't want to say alleged. I mean, I believe COVID-19 exists. But the way in which it's transmitted and the restrictions and the impositions of the general public, it's not right. It's just not right. So, um, yeah, apparently it equates to manslaughter. Um, speaking generally about the law, oh, blah, 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 said the offenses that could lead to a manslaughter charge could follow if a person flagrantly disregards provincial health orders. When you do a dangerous act that's also that also can also lead to an offense under the legislation, and if that were to lead to someone's death, that could be manslaughter, she explained. Manslaughter has no minimum sentence, but could result in life in prison. You can go to life in prison for not wearing a mask and going to a COVID-19 party. You can go to life, you can get life in prison for having fun while the world is out of control. However, blah, 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 a professor of dildos at the University of British Columbia Columbia School of Law, urged caution when charging a person with manslaughter. I think it's technically possible that the Crown could substantiate a manslaughter charge, but I think it's highly unlikely, blah, 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 said. I'm not just sure that really gets us very far. I'm just not sure that gets us very far. And yada yada yada. You know, that's the long and short of it. I mean I'm not gonna shortchange the law. We have law and we we abide by it and we agree upon it in society, but this is something that is being shifted and imposed upon and a bending of a rule and an overreach in our judicial system to charge somebody with manslaughter if they disobey a COVID-19 procedure as arbitrary as indefinite lockdown and to charge them with manslaughter should they transmit it? How can you even track that? How could we ever possibly track that and enforce that? It's all fear. It's all fear-based. And it's illogical, irrational, and nonsensical. And I'm not no dildo professor of blah, And I can tell you that. Hit me up. jr.thepodcast at gmail.com. Like, What are your thoughts on this? Lockdowns indefinitely. Manslaughter charges for the alleged transmission of COVID-19. And breaching public lockdown orders. These trumped up arbitrary orders to begin with. What are your thoughts on this? Hit me up. JR.ThePodcast at... Gmail.com Yeah. Um, certainly is a crazy state of affairs that like these are the times we live in. I mean people talk about it as if like will it ever be the same again? Will masks be like will be will COVID-19 procedures and mask restrictions and All these bureaucratic procedures, will that be just the new normal? We need to come back to a sense of rationality, a sense of reason. I'm not saying COVID-19 doesn't exist. I'm not saying that we should have zero concern from it. I'm just saying that we should look at what we do know about COVID-19 versus what we don't know, which is virtually everything. And what do we know? From my perspective, COVID-19 is a political weapon used to disrupt global economies and gain control for whatever nefarious reason. It affects the aged, the poor at health, the overly obese. 80% of people can recover without any particular treatment. The newest statistics are saying that vaccination does not mean that you are not susceptible to COVID-19 transmission so even if you are vaccinated apparently it's not the end-all and be-all you are still susceptible so what is really going on here hey there's something awfully squewy going on around here ma. oh that waska wee wuhan wabbit